Thursday, March 16th, 2023. I started the shift by listening to the second of two episodes released this week of the Icarus Complex. Again, I was featured as the voice of Stanley, who is the agent for the main character, Liam. The overall story was about Liam looking back at the past and trying to make amends with people. I listened to the trailer for the audio drama, Where the Stars Fell, another show that looks into the surreal, which is right down my alley. That's a couple of new shows lined up then to listen to when the Icarus Complex and Bridgewater go for their breaks. Deleted Saves saw Phil looking at the arcade game Aliens vs Predator, which was a tie-in for a film that never got made in the 90s, and not the same game as the one that came out on computers in the early 2000s, which is one of my favourite games of all time. I loved that game, but it scared the absolute shit out of me. I got back into the audio drama, audio drama, audio dramedy, or dramedy, or whatever they call it, Amiga Star 7, uh, Season 1, Episode 10, which is actually sort of like a soft reboot, introducing us to what it's all about. Three people on a spaceship doing crazy Red Dwarf-style hijinks. I actually looked on the website since writing this that out, and I get the assumption that it's... I get the idea that it's actually lots of different um, ships uh, over the period, and this season is probably about this group of three people, and... And next season might be about somebody else or whatever. I'm, I'll find out eventually. I might get to season two before I chat with um, uh, the people behind the show next week. That's a bit of a, a, a bit give there. There you go. Spoiler. I'm talking with the creators of the show next week. Yay. Really looking forward to that. Speaking of which, I listened to a few more episodes of Teens Talk with Nefemi admittedly in preparation for my chatting with them for my show, which, as I record, was recorded yesterday morning, Wednesday the 22nd of March, that was recorded. Um, But anyway, their show is a great advice show for younger listeners for the most part, and a good bite-sized show, mainly below 12 minutes, sometimes above that, but not very often. Season 3, episode 12 of Sanjida Says saw Sanjida going back to a general advice show format again. Although I really enjoyed her recent story-based shows where she's read her own teen-slash-young-adult-based writings. That's been fascinating. It really has. Because it's been uh, about... Uh, there's two characters, one in one story and then one in one main character in another story. But for the most part, to me, it seems like uh, characters who are the main characters are uh, English Muslims in a you know an English school system and what goes on around all of that. So interesting. Bill reads bad reviews. Saw Bill looking at the Ben Stiller film Zoolander, which Bill didn't hide his love of. I don't know. He loves this film, but he doesn't love the film Elf. What's wrong with the guy? Really? He'll enjoy that shout out. But, um, 
There we go. The latest episode of Bridgewater finally saw Jeremy finding out that his belief that he trusted in someone was misplaced. He has been quite arrogant recently, which he always has been to a certain degree, I suppose. Where before things come to an impasse, he has no choice then to accept the truth. Up until then, he's just following his belief that everything is, for want of a better word, hogwash. And then when something happens, his eyes suddenly open and it's like, all that I believed before to be true was not true. But, yeah, there's a sort of arrogance in his character. I mean, he's a great character, but there's a sort of arrogance and a, um, almost a, I'm above everybody else because I know what I'm, I know what I believe and they're believing these things blindly. But, um, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Away from podcast, there was a great video I saw on YouTube uh, with three cast members from the recently released film Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Hugh Grant, uh, Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez. Um, Martin, don't just say that too loud. Uh, they were doing the, uh, is it the Google Autocomplete Challenge or something or other? Where they get asked questions that have been, you know, asked on internet search engines but uh, anyway Hugh Grant was particularly uh, laugh out loud funny with his reactions um, you know when they were say you know when one of the questions came about you know were, does Hugh Grant know anything about Dungeons and Dragons the game and Hugh Grant was like no I made the film and that sort of thing or whatever you know it's, well, I don't think he was quite like that but there was something hilarious about all of it anyway I don't think he actually said that. I think he did actually say that he'd played the game, but it was a bit weird or something. I'm trying to remember now. It's a week ago. Okay. Let the cat out of the bag there. Uh, Phase Zero saw Brandon and the team doing their usual great job of telling us what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in an unbiased, open way. Martin, could that be any more of a generic bit of note writing there? I don't think so. Uh, Sense of Shell from October 20th, 2022 saw John Wesley looking at volume four of Sandman by the great Neil Gaiman. I love Neil's work, which for the most part seems to be based on gods and demons. Um, I don't hide the fact that I'm actually a fan of Neil's work on the Marvel property Eternals. Um which I really enjoyed his take on it that took it in a completely different direction and would probably have been a better direction to have gone than the direction they went for the film, perhaps. I mean, there were much better stories to base things on from the comics for the Eternals than what they did. I mean, we got 20 minutes, half an hour, actually half an hour into the film and we haven't finished watching it yet and that was a few months ago, so we're going to have to watch it eventually. And then make a decision what to do from there. Bloody hell, that's spiked. Sorry, looking at the readings on the recording here. Where are we now? Saturday, March the 18th, 2023. Spy Hard's latest episode saw Scott and Cam chatting with the very humble and warm actor Julian Glover, who I've seen in many things that include Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, 
The Empire Strikes Back, and for your eyes only, among other things, is a British actor, and I've seen him in a fair bit of stuff film-wise and television-wise. I won't be surprised if I've seen him on stage, actually. Have I seen him on stage? God, I'm pretty sure I've seen him in something. And now I feel really bad that I can't remember what it was. Damn. Uh, Comic Book Nation saw Kofi still away on vacation, with Connor Casey continuing his mission to become a regular on the show. Great show, and... Matt Aguilar's going to love this. A nice twist with comic book candy. If you listen to the episode, you'll know what I'm on about. What uh, what date would that have been? The 17th of March, 2023 episode. What we just watched saw Rachel and Dave being joined by their two, two of their friends to discuss the second Shazam film, Fury of the Gods. And my question there is, is there a point in these recent films that they're bringing out from the DC film universe, considering that there is a reboot of the old universe coming with a Superman film, I think, in early 2025. So none of these films will have any bearing whatsoever on what happens in that, shall we say, DC film universe, or what extended universe, or whatever they want to bloody call it. Films about DC properties. There you go. Ding, ding. Sunday, March 19th, 2023. Holidays After Dark from October the 4th, 2022 saw Kristen looking into a listener's own ghostly encounters, while Beauty Unlocked saw Carissa continuing her recent subseries, looking at some scandalous stories from the 17th and 18th centuries, showing that the royalty and the elite from back then really were dirty, disgusting, debauched, Effers. There, I cleaned up what I wrote. They were... Oh, really? And they thought that people beneath them were dirty? Yeah, right. This week in Marvel included a great interview with Marvel's editor-in-chief, C.B. Sobolski. Tabletop Genesis saw Tom and Mike being joined by Adam from the Genesis piano project to look at the newly released peter gabriel song playing for time i listened to that song before actually doing listening to this episode this is a bit not from my notes this uh but yeah i listened to the peter gabriel song it's very soft uh piano driven for the most part and then about a minute and a half away from the end it suddenly all kicks off with all the drums, the guitar, the bass and everything, blah, 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 coming in. And then it cuts out back to the piano and and on its own and that. And I almost feel like, and this isn't mentioned by them, this is me. I actually feel like it pulled back very soon. You didn't get very much of that big bit of the music. It was like for a, for a minute or less actually and then it went back to just the piano blah 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 to finish and I was like that could have gone on for a bit longer considering that it's not really a single as such it's a a song from a forthcoming album I think that could have gone on for a bit longer and but then again I'm from I love progressive music so if that song would have gone on for you know 
instead of six and a half minutes or whatever it is, if it had gone on for eight and a half minutes, and then you would have built on all that there to to put that emotion in there, you know, the big emotional bit in there, and then pull back slowly back to just the piano, so you pull back from all that instrumentation to a bit of orchestration with maybe a repeat of something from earlier on in the song or something, and then just finished it with just the piano on its own with those, you know, the 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 you know the 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 little like touches and this that and the other that might have possibly to me anyway been more um, interesting, but you know horses for courses people like what they do and people respond differently. Uh, Get flushed episode seven saw Pete looking into ways of cleaning up Yorick scale, something that is a big problem. Um, don't think I should really go into that in too much detail, maybe, considering what it is. Um, turn over the page. Look at the time. Season 1, episode 15 of Amiga Star 7 saw it end on a potential cliffhanger after a mission to find and apprehend someone. Didn't quite work out as expected. I'm sorry, I've got to skip a bit here, as it's already long, but the episodes of Undiscovered Entrepreneur, where DJ Scoob spoke with Trevor Tomian of Common Leaders LLC, and the comfortable spot where Ken spoke with activist Joe Gonzalez were both inspirational. Great show, shows, guys, really good shows. Uh, really great episodes for people to listen to and get inspiration from. Um, Face the Music and Electric Light Orchestra Song by Song podcast saw them looking at the Roy Wood written song Make Them Understand, which was performed by Mike Sheridan's lot, who Roy was the guitarist for and a main backing singer for at that point. And my answer to that is much the same as, uh, I think, was it Eric Paul Johnson or Eric Winsentent said? Um, Roy should have sung it himself. It would have worked better because Mike had a great voice, but his voicing in this and his choice of singing it that way did not work for the song, really. Uh, the new episode of uh, Inspector saw Calvin using a legal loophole to investigate a supernatural case in Scotland. So that allowed uh, some... Um, 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 how do I word this fantastic Scottish and Irish accent being utilised shall we say Dangerous Amusement saw Stu chatting with the singer-songwriter Emma Swift whose album by Bob Dylan covers I really have to seek out that sounds fab hey oh I've got more notes on Tuesday I recorded an episode of Top and Most of the Pop and Most with my great friends Ed Chen and Kit O'Toole, Ed from When They Was Fab and Kit from Talk More Talk and other things, where we discussed the UK and UK, UK, UK and US charts for April of 1963. Once again, Ed and Kit took the lion's share of the show, although I think that I did actually get a couple of bits in here and there. I got quite a bit in there, but it's become a bit of a joke between the three of us that I just let them get off and then I interject with the occasional thing here and there. 
And um, to be honest, uh, I'll just say this, that um, if I spoke a lot more in the show, I think it would be a darn sight longer, maybe. Um, (laughs) I'm just saying that to get myself out of it. Uh, Wednesday morning saw me chatting with Nefemi from Teen to Talk with Nefemi. Uh, and I was very late to the chat because I had internet trouble. Uh, but it was still a great chat with Nefemi being a very quick talker. I'm actually going to possibly add a bit, uh, a couple of breaks here and there between bits because Nefemi talks so quickly that it's almost like you might miss something when they go from one thing to another really quickly you know when trying to go into detail on things i felt bad about my internet problems at the beginning which might have made me feel bad for starting 35 minutes late yes 35 minutes late it's still a great show though with a good guest and filled with some great advice that's coming on sunday okay thanks everyone take care